0: Welcome to the NASCAR Field Filler Podcast, where you can get the latest results, fantasy picks, and news every week in the NASCAR racing world. We just got one more spot left to fill, so let's give it to our host. Here he is, Vanilla Wafers! What's up everybody? Welcome to the back of the field. This is Vidilla Wafers and thank you for tuning in to the Field Filler Podcast. Hope you guys are doing well this weekend. I know I'm going to be doing great as I will be out traveling for the next week. I'm so excited for that, but obviously I don't want to let you guys hang high and dry. I want to talk about fantasy picks and I think there's one weekend that is going to be a lot harder to figure out who's going to be the best of the best. Than the Bristol Dirt Race. We are going to be now on our third short track in a row. And it's a little worrisome right now just for the simple fact that Richmond and Martinsville were honestly snooze fest events, and we really did not see that here with the next-gen car. Now, a lot of people are, like, worried. They're thinking, oh, man, is this dirt race going to be kind of bogus? I mean, last year, it really wasn't that great. Now, granted, it was an experimental race, but now there's that fear lingering on over in this race. However, I'm still going to stay optimistic because when they designed this Bristol dirt race, they were expecting the next-gen car to come out in the 2021 season. Obviously, that got delayed, so... I am very optimistic in how this race is going to turn out. But either way, whatever happens after the end of this stint, NASCAR seriously does have to look at the short track package, because there is a lot of adjustments that need to be done right now. Either way, let's stay optimistic like we've always been, and let's look at the Bristol dirt race as a positive thing, and see if they NASCAR can bring back the good old roots of the dirt track racing. I know a lot of people may be a little bit on edge on that. You know how Kyle Busch said, ah, NASCAR's going backwards with that, which... I can kind of understand that in a way, but at the same time, it's just like, let's have fun. Let's have a good action-packed race. Maybe we'll finally get it here in the Food City Dirt Race here at Bristol. So without further ado, let's dive into it. Let's look at our top picks. We're going to try our best. We're really going to try our best. However, I still feel very comfortable with the people we're going to be including here on the top tier list as well as the pretty good guys. Let's hope we can get 200 plus points here in our fantasy league. So without further ado, let's dive into the ninth race of the 2022 season. Alrighty, righty, so let's dive into our number one pick. Our number one pick is a driver right now on a real big hot streak And I see it continually going into this Bristol dirt race, and that is the number 24 of William Byron. The number 24 car has been a front runner in the last three races, hands down. It seems like whatever William Byron and Rudy Fogle do, they seem to be contending for the win each and every race. And here at the Bristol Dirt Race, things are looking pretty good for that team as they were running around in the top five for the most part in last year's Bristol Dirt Race. They won the simulator race in the iRacing program. Of course, that's uh, not a real race, but still, it gives you kind of an idea on who's going to be running near the front, and William Byron absolutely dominated that. And right now, you always want to count on a driver who's having a lot of momentum. I mean, look at Ross Chastain when he had that uh, top three finish at Las Vegas. He kept that going for a very long time until he got his victory at Coda. And right now, it looks like William Byron right now is on that hot streak, and there doesn't really seem to be anything stopping him. The Bristol Dirt Race looks like it's going to be a track that's going to work in his favor. Talladega is going to be another good race for him, as he's been really good at Super Speedway races. William Byron's going to stay on the top tier list for quite a while, and he starts off as number one here in the Bristol Dirt Race. In the second spot, we have Joey Logano in the number 22, last year's winner of the Food City Dirt Race. Now, Joey Logano has always been known as the driver who wins the most unique types of races. I mean, he did it here in the Bristol Dirt Race last year. He did it at the Coliseum Race, which I predicted. That's the only thing I've gotten right as far as predictions for who's going to win the race. And I honestly don't see him slowing down as he's had some really good runs in the last couple of short track races. I mean, Martinsville, he was in the second position. Granted, he wasn't the guy to beat, but he was right there with the Rick Henrik cars near the end when it mattered the most. I do believe Richmond, he also ran really well in that race, running near the front. And here in this dirt race, I don't really see him all of a sudden having a really good race last year and then falling off this year. I mean, Joey Logano seems to be very consistent when it comes to these types of racetracks. And also he's going to be running in the dirt race so that's going to be more power to him and whenever we've seen him run in a series below and then join the next race for some reason he is just a next level up so Joey Logano could be going for back-to-back wins here in the Bristol dirt race he's got some fellow competitors to go against but Joey Logano should definitely be on your fantasy rosters here this weekend. All right, driver number three. It's a driver that definitely should be on the top tier list whenever we're talking about a dirt race. You guys already know who I'm going to be talking about. It is the number five of Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson's 2022 season has been very, very up and down, hasn't it? I mean, he's either finishing in the top 10, running for the victory, or he finishes outside the top 25. It, there's been no between in-between for this driver, and which is very shocking for the 2021 champion. It, we were expecting him to be just picking up where he left off, and that just hasn't been the case. And then when it comes here to this Bristol dirt race, he finished 29th last year, ran into some problems in the middle of the race, and was not able to get the good finish. But if you really think Kyle Larson's going to fall off and not be a, even a factor here in this dirt race, you are greatly mistaken. I cannot see that number five car having a... Sp- Bad, bad race here at the Bristol Dirt Race. I mean, Kyle Larson's one of the best dirt racers in the Cup Series, hands down. And as long as he can stay out of trouble, you can expect him to be running up front. So as it's a little risky right now, he's still a top tier pick and should be considered a number one or number two pick for fancy rosters. Now, let's talk about a driver who is in the Toyota camp. I know the Toyota camp has been struggling quite a bit, and this driver has kind of let us down in the last couple of weeks. However, I feel confident he can bounce back in this race just by how much success he had here last year in both the Truck Series and the Cup Series event, and that is the number 19 of Martin Truex Jr. I don't know if Martin Truex Jr. has always been known as a phenomenal dirt racer. I don't even know if he runs that many dirt races. But man, oh man, when it came to last year, he was on fire. In the truck race, he won the race leading 100 laps, one of the most dominant drivers in the field. And then here in the cup race, even though his finish was near the back, he led 126 laps with an average running position around second place. He had the fastest lap. 39 different times. Hands down, a phenomenal performance by the number 19 team. And when you have those kind of results last year, it could very well carry on to this year, even though the car is a little bit different. I have hopes. Yeah, we're going to see Martin Trex Jr. near the front. Now, maybe with this pick, he's a number two pick for me. I don't think he's going to get the victory, but I do think he's going to be running up front. Do keep an eye on practice and qualifying. I think that's going to play a big factor because whenever we've really thought that and then we go look at the practice charts for Martinsville and then Richmond, hasn't really been too spectacular. So maybe that's going to be your telltale sign on, hey, maybe he's not going to be running good. But if everything stays around the top 10, he's definitely a good pick to go with and I would say would be a number two pick for your fantasy rosters. And the last driver I'm going to include here on the top tier list is not going to be another Henrik car, nor is it going to be another Toyota. It is going to be a Ford, But not with Penske Racing, it's with Stuart Haas Racing. I am talking about the number 14 of Chase Briscoe. I really think it's going to be a good weekend for Chase Briscoe, and here's the reason why. When he was racing down in the truck series, in that number 27 truck or whatever truck he was in, he was dominant when it came to Eldora. I mean, yeah, he had an 11th place finish here in the 2021 race in the 04 car. Now, granted, it was a 04 car. The, that team was uh, definitely a good underdog team, but not a front running team. Before that, he finished seventh, first, and third at Eldora. Phenomenal result, and he was leading a lot of laps in those races as well. If I said 11th, I do apologize for the 2021 truck race. He finished 5th in that race. So again, just a front runner in all those truck series races. Now, last year in the Cup Series, it wasn't really a good finish. He finished out uh, right in the 20th position, but we got to remember that that was when Stuart Haas Racing was struggling so bad. I mean, they only got one win last year. We got to remember that in our minds. Because this year, they are definitely a lot stronger. I mean, look at the Martinsville race. Cole Custer was up there before he had that speeding penalty. And then you had Eric Amarola running around the top 10. You've had Chase Briscoe get a victory in the Phoenix race. Kevin Harvick almost won the race at Richmond. Stuart Haas Racing is in a much better position than they were last year. And someone who's been really good at dirt tracks in the past in the lower series is Chase Briscoe. So I really think putting two and two together, Chase Briscoe is going to have a phenomenal day here in the Bristol dirt race so those are my top tier picks for this weekend we got the number 24 of William Byron the number 22 of Joey Logano the number five of Kyle Larson the number 19 of Martin Trex Jr and the number 14 of Chase Briscoe All right, now let's move on to the Pretty Good category. These are the drivers that you will want as your third or fourth pick in your fantasy rosters. Maybe you're trying to save some of your other drivers that we mentioned in the top tier list for other races down the road, which is understandable. Those drivers are definitely ones that you're going to use 10 times in the regular season. The first one leading the charge is going to be the number 20 of Christopher Bell. Christopher Bell is another driver who is phenomenal at dirt races. Absolutely great. Maybe just one level behind Kyle Larson. And if not, he's at the same level as Kyle Larson. So why is he here in the pretty good category and not in the top tier category? Well, I think the answer is fairly simple. And that is he's had a hard time finishing races. He has had a lot of speed but he just can't seem to make it to the finish without running into some problems. At the Martinsville race, he was the top running Toyota and then he got a penalty. I can't remember what happened in the Richmond race but I do believe he ran into a problem there as well. Here in this Bristol dirt race last year, he was one of the first ones to get caught up in an incident and he finished well far back. He finished 34th in that race. Just a bad, bad result. So that is why he's in the pretty good category. A little bit more of a riskier pick, but again, he's the same as Kyle Larson. If he can stay out of trouble in this race, he's gonna be a front runner. I would be deadly shocked if he <laughs> deadly shocked. That's an interesting term. I would be very, very surprised if he is not a front runner and he keeps his car clean. I don't see those two going together. I see Christopher Bell as a top 10 runner at the very least, if not a top 5 runner. He just has to stay out of trouble in that number 20 machine. Now it is time to include another Rick Henrik car. I am talking about Chase Elliott in the number 9 machine. Chase Elliott has been in a very interesting spot here with Henrik Motorsports for the last year. And the fact that he can run for wins... But it seems like his wins are few and far between right now, and if you're looking at this 2022 season, he's kind of ranked as the fourth driver, to be honest. If not the fourth driver, he's at the same level as Alex Bowman. He's trying to get a victory. You know that's on his mind right now. It's driving him absolutely crazy, and especially for the Chase Elliott fans, it's probably driving you guys nuts, but... Chase Elliott right now seems to be doing everything right for this weekend and that is he's trying to get as much practice as possible as he is going to be racing in the truck race in the number 7 car for Spire Motorsports and of course here in the cup race where he had a top 10 finish here last year. He was in an average running position of 10th place. However, with that extra bit of experience, which I think is very important when it comes to these races. I mean, look at Martin Trex Jr. last year. It really helped him. And I really think it's going to help out Chase Elliott and Chase Elliott's uh, teammates are going to be running up front. So I really see him running up there as well. He is definitely a good number three pick to go with. Can he finish in front of Kyle Larson? Well, if he if kyle larson stays out of trouble then maybe not but can i see him finishing in the top five with his other two teammates absolutely chase elliott a very good pick here this weekend next driver we have on this list is a driver who is still trying to get his first victory however I really feel like this season he's finally going to be able to do it but a real strong driver over at Richard Childress Racing of course I'm talking about the number eight of Tyler Reddick. Tyler Reddick has may not been the best dirt racer as we have seen in the past when he raced in the Eldora dirt race but he is still a front runner. He finished in the top five for his last two attempts at the Eldora race, and then here last year in the Cup Series, he finished seventh with an average running position of 12th. And this year, we've seen RCR has some really good runs. I mean, look at Austin Dillon last week. It's not just Tyler Reddick, but Tyler Reddick has definitely been the strong runner in that team. And right now, here in this Bristol Dirt race, I see him as a really good favorite as a dark horse and I can truly understand that with his good run here last year. I don't think he's going to be getting the victory, but there's a very good chance he can get a top 10 in this race and would be a very good number four pick for you for your fantasy rosters and I think would be more of a safer pick in all honesty. I think he can stay out of trouble in this race and he could get you a very good result. So Tyler Reddick, a number four pick for fantasy rosters here this weekend. Now, speaking of consistent drivers, let's talk about a driver who's probably been the most consistent this year. I am talking about the number 12 of Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney, when is he going to get his first win of the season? He's got to get a win here soon. I mean, he has been the front runner in almost every single race, except maybe one, if I can even think of one. Um, But still, there has been really good results. And when it comes here to this Bristol Dirt Race, he was running around the top 10 position. I would be very surprised if Penske struggles this weekend. I don't see it happening. I see Logano running up front, and I see his partner, the number 12 of Ryan Blaney, running up front. Now, Ryan Blaney, the reason why he's a little bit lower on the pretty good category is because I know a lot of us have used him quite a bit. He's my most used driver right now. Just by how he's been running, we just do not know when he's going to have his best race. If I had to pick between this race and Talladega, I would favor Talladega more. But if you think have enough picks for him, by all means, I would include him if you're looking for someone who's really consistent because Ryan Blaney has just provided that this year. And like I said, with an eighth place finish last year and some really good runs in the Eldora dirt race when he was racing in the truck series. Yeah, Ryan Blaney, definitely a good number four pick for those who want a more consistent roster. And then the last driver we're going to put here in the pretty good category is going to be the number 11 of Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin has finally gotten things slowly but surely going in the right direction for him here in this 2022 season. The beginning of the year was atrocious for him. I mean, he was there near the bottom and he was racing with the guys like Spire Motorsports and Rick Racing for points. No, seriously, he was. That's how rough his season has been. But with the win finally At the Richmond race, it seemed like things were going in the right direction. And then Martinsville, it didn't really seem like it was really a good car for him. I don't know what happened to him, but it just wasn't a good race. So why is he up here in the pretty good category? I'd say he's more uh, worth the risk just for the simple fact on how good he ran here last year with a third place finish with an average running position of fourth I really think if you see Martin Trex Jr. running really well you're gonna see the number 11 right up there Martinsville we kind of got a a dose of reality where the Toyota cars were not as good as we thought and they showed it in practice and qualifying I think that's what we got to keep an eye on if they're not up there when it comes to practice or they're not qualified in the top 10 then maybe just maybe you want to stay away from them actually it's more of a guarantee you want to stay away from them but if they run up front and you expect Martin Trex Jr. to run well shoot keep an eye on that number 11 he'll be right there with him so those are the guys in the pretty good category we got Christopher Bell in the number 20 the number nine of Chase Elliott the number eight of Tyler Reddick the number 12 Ryan Blaney and the number 11 of Denny Hamlin now let's look at the guys you may want to take a chance on here this weekend All right, first driver we're going to include here on the Take a Chance category is a driver who did so good in this race last year, and it made no sense because he had no dirt experience in the past. That is the number 99 of Daniel Suarez. Daniel Suarez led 58 laps in this race, and he finished fourth. I mean, who saw that one coming? I didn't see that one coming. And that was when they were a brand new team. Now, this year way more developed, they've had way better finishes, they've gotten a victory already, really their only bad race was the Martinsville race, I don't think either of them finished in the top 10, not not from what I'm seeing, no, and so they need a really good race here this weekend, and I think they can honestly get it here with the number 99 machine, uh, that's a lie, Ross Chastain finished in the 5th position, my apologies Ross Chastain fans, he's just had a spectacular year, now, for this Bristol dirt race, however, I don't think Roch Tastain is going to be the front runner. I think Daniel Suarez is. If he has anything close to the results or speed that he had last year, expect that number 99 car to absolutely surprise you. He's a fifth pick for me. Definitely a fifth pick, just for the fact that Trackhouse Racing has been running really well, but there's no guarantee that he's going to be running up front. That is definitely keep an eye on practice results as well. He's similar to Denny Hamlin and Martin Trex Jr., but he's definitely more of a riskier pick. But could really help you guys out if you guys picked a lot of drivers. A lot like, let's say you picked the whole Henrik camp and Penske for the most part in the first eight races. This might be a good substitute. The 99, Daniel Suarez, keep an eye on him. He might be running near the front near the end of this race. And another driver we got to mention here who's had a fairly decent run here in the short track stint. And that is the number 43 of Eric Jones. Eric Jones in that number 43 machine, his results have been slightly better compared to last year. It seems like last year he was running around the 17th, 18th position. Now it feels like he's more of a top 15 driver running around in 13th, 12th spot. Now, is he going to be running a little bit better in this race? There is a very good chance. And that is because his average running position last year was in the 13th spot, similar to where he's been finishing, but he finished in the top 10. And then when you look at the most recent Eldora Dirt race he ran at, he finished fourth in that race. So, I mean, this could be a good one and one together for the Petty GMS Racing for this number 43 car. They do have a lot better speed this year, maybe not winning caliber, But they have had really consistent cars and I really feel like here in this Bristol dirt race We could see him run near the front. I think he's more of a garage pick I mean, we got to see how he runs in the first half of the race I I I wouldn't really jump on him as far as practice and qualifying goes if he's running uh, near the uh, back in practice I wouldn't be too scared still keep him on your roster, but keep him in the garage area We'll see what this number 43 car can do But I just have a feeling I have a good feeling that he could get a top 10 in this race and then the last driver we're going to talk about here in the take a chance category is a driver who finished second last year that I don't think anyone thought about, and people are still probably not talking about him right now. That is Ricky Stenhouse Jr. in the number forty-seven. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. It's it's been pretty clear we're using him for super speedway races. That's about it. Maybe a mile and a half track here and there, but for the most part, super speedway races. However, this dirt race last year, he ran so good. I don't know where he got it from. Maybe he has a lot of dirt racing experience in the past. I'm not too sure. But with a second place finish last year, it is worth the gamble. It really is. This would be a driver that could save you from using some of your other drivers for races that could be way more predictable than this one. This guy is definitely at most a flex pick. Hey, there's a football reference right there. Flex pick. He is going to be in the garage area for sure. We got to see how he runs. This one is going to rely on qualifying. It's going to rely on practice. And if you still have a man, you're still keeping a big eye on him in the first stage and the second stage. This one is definitely the riskiest one out of the 13 But I really see Ricky Stenhouse Jr. If he can do something anywhere close to last year, he is worth a spot on your fantasy roster for a race that's super unpredictable as this one. So those are the three drivers you want to take a chance on here this weekend. We got Daniel Suarez in the number 99, a driver who absolutely shocked us last year. No dirt race experience. The number 43 of Eric Jones, as they are not in a winning caliber position right now, they are getting more consistent as time goes by. And the number 47 of Ricky Stenhouse Jr a driver we only think about in super speedways, but with a second-place finish here last year in the Bristol Dirt Race, maybe worth a shot on your fantasy rosters. conclude the Final Fantasy Picks for today's episode. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I'm hoping that this episode didn't feel too rushed. I know it's a little bit more of a shorter episode compared to others. It's just I'm trying to get as much information out as I can before I head on out. I'm actually going to be doing the Talladega Fantasy Picks here this week as well. Just trying to give you guys as much information and hopefully here in this Bristol Dirt Race, it's a fun one. I think that's the most important thing. Yeah, of course, Fantasy Leagues, we want to be near the top, but I think we just want a really good short track race. And as a race unique as this, as NASCAR is doing everything they can to try this race out, I think this is a make or break race for the Bristol Dirt. If it doesn't really show up for this race, then I think we're going to be going back to concrete and there may be another track that we'll try with the dirt or we'll just completely leave it all together. That is a big possibility. So hopefully the racing is fun. And again, a big shout out to the top three from last week here in the Martinsville race. Some great, great scores from you guys. We had 10 people score 200 plus points. And the winners were Crazy Corrado and Beer Guy 72 scoring 240 points each with Daytona Johnny scoring 238. Uh, Good job to you, Daytona Johnny. You've been a really good performer here in the Fantasy Leagues. As far as the overall, he's the closest one to me right now. And that's really not me bragging or anything. I feel like in this Bristol Dirt race, I'm not going to do that great because I remember last year, I think I scored like 72 points. It was god awful. 72 points. <laughs> Whew. Let's hope that doesn't happen for me once again. And hopefully that doesn't happen to any of you guys. Let's hope we get on average about 175 points for our big old um league. That'd be awesome. So if you want to join that, that's NASCAR Field Fillers League at fantasygames.NASCAR.com. If you want to watch daily videos from me, you can do so at TikTok or YouTube. I'm at vanilla wafers 44 on TikTok. Or Vanilla Wafers on YouTube. I'm starting to get more uh, NASCAR shirts put on in those episodes. So kind of making them a little bit more clean. And I appreciate so much of the following that's been going on there. 6,000 followers on TikTok. And this close to 1,000 on YouTube. Thank you guys so much for all your support. It has been a very, very fun 2022 season so far. We're only a quarter of the way through, so thank you guys on that one. But above all, guys, thank you so much for listening to the best and trying out all the rest. I have been able to fill the last few remaining minutes of your time, so I'm going to take the car and pull it right on into pit road, collect my last place winnings, and I am out. So you all take care. This has been the Field Filler Podcast.